It's here. The Recruitment Mentors community is now fully open. For the consultants out there among you that are hungry to progress, this gives you immediate access to a collection of new mentors, live learning, weekly events, and real-time advice. Follow the link in the show notes or go directly to recruitmentmentors.com to join the community at a lifetime discounted membership price that's running until the 16th of February. That means you all have two weeks to grab yourself a cheaper membership. You really can progress your career without limits inside a community full of like-minded professionals focused on growth. I look forward to welcoming you inside the community. Welcome to the Recruitment Mentors podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz, and today I'm joined by Kat Clancy, and this is another episode of the 15 Minutes with a Mentor series, which we're releasing in line with the launch of the Recruitment Mentors community. And in this series, very simply, we're speaking to some of the mentors from inside the community, and we're asking them seven questions in 15 minutes. So before I ask you the first question, Kat, if you could introduce yourself for those that may not know who you are, and then we'll get into it. Okay. Hello, I'm Kat. Um, I have been in recruitment for 13 years. Um, I started at a boutique legal recruitment agency, totally by accident, as I think most of us do, um, but absolutely loved it. I started in the accounts team, then moved to recruitment administrator and worked my way up to company director in six years. Um, after that, I uh, was there for about two or three years as director, moved to another boutique legal agency, set up a new team, new division, temp division, and then decided to do it on my own. Um, so that's where Lunari Partners was born. We are just over a year old. Um, great year to start a business, obviously, um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's definitely, it's been challenging, but so rewarding so that brings us up to amazing date. awesome so first question for you is and it'd be interesting to hear this with what you just shared with us so what has been your biggest challenge in 2020 how did you overcome it and what did you learn from it mm, so <laughs> many challenges um do you know and i narrowed it down to sort of two big ones but i think this is the one that hopefully will kind of resonate with a few people as well and be quite useful. Um, for me, was onboarding team members, training and managing remotely. Mm. Um, and I think, especially with my style before, was much more immersive. So it was kind of on the desk, listening to conversations, at the end of phone calls saying, oh, you should say this or maybe try this next time or this was great. And very much kind of uh, was all about being together on a desk. Um, sure. Obviously, having someone start in the middle of a pandemic where everyone's in lockdown, that couldn't happen. So I found that really challenging um, to sort of completely rewire almost like 12 years of doing something the same way um, and actually do it 
in this new challenging environment. Sure. Um, so something I had to do, which giving my, way, my age away slightly, is had to embrace new technology. Um, <laughs> so using even just conference calls to listen to phone calls and having the Zoom meetings and things like that, um, being much better with things like uh, Trello and other things like that, which I had never used before six months ago. Um, mm. And then I think the other part of that was for me, I'd always been much more about talking things through, but putting things down on paper, creating manuals, creating guides, which will hopefully sort of going forward as we've got a new person starting in a couple of weeks, will make that process a lot easier in the future. Nice. No, thank you for sharing that. Um, so what working from home tip could you share with other recruiters listening to this that has had a sort of massive impact on your own productivity? Mm. So for me, it's structuring the day. And I think when you go to work, you know, you have your start time, yeah, you usually have your 12 twos when you can take lunch and you know that you leave at a certain time. When you're at home, things do blur. Um, and I think sometimes it's a bit harder to get going in the morning. Um, sometimes you can work through and realise you've not. I think there was a week I didn't leave the house. <laughs> so I was like, that's not good for anyone. Um, so just kind of working out a structure that works for you. Um, and then for me, the first thing I do in the morning, I set one task that I know I want done by 10 o'clock and like a simpler task I suppose but then that really sets me up for the rest of the day working at home nice so what has been the most effective way for you to win business in the last 12 months mm. so this actually kind of ties into my other binge because I had planned for a one-year birthday was to host this in-person event and get all of my clients kind of back on board after restrictions that couldn't happen so it has definitely been uh sort of having to think a bit more creatively but the thing that has worked is actually been our sort of branding and our message um which for us is very much diversity sort of so it's making sure we're constantly sort of being the leaders in the legal recruitment industry about what we're doing about it um, and using things like MailChimp and Canva and just creating like really slick looking materials to send out. And people love the message. So that's where we won. Yeah, amazing. Well. That's awesome and great that you're um, doing that. So the next thing that I want to know is what mm -hmm. habit or hobby did you start in 2020 that you're going to continue in 2021? I don't know if this counts, but is is dog ownership? Does that count as a hobby? Yeah, we, we can count that. We can count that. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so um, yes, I've wanted a puppy for about ten years now, um, and finally, it just kind of made sense being at home, being able to train it, give it a good life. So uh, I suppose it comes with that is walking, which. I never did before and I now love going for walks. So, um, nice. so yes, that's my big Awesome. Change. So I want to know from you, what do you think is better? The first coffee in the morning or the first pint, 
post work on a Friday? Oh, Friday. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Love that. And, you know, and I think why. So we, um, with my team, my last company, would always do, it's the same as you do, actually, the, the end of the week wins. Um, mm. And I think that's such a nice time for me. It's like, actually, do you know what? Something will have gone well this week. And I think just as our nature as recruiters, we like, you know, to we're slightly competitive. We like to win. Um, and so I think that kind of pint on a Friday is that like, oh, we've made it through the week. This has gone well. Let's yeah. celebrate. Yeah, I love that. So this is a slightly different one, but I just want to sort of hear how you'd approach this scenario. So the scenario is a particular business that has been on your target client list for over a year, a long time. And during that time, there's been a number of touch points. They may have engaged with some of your content that you've been sort of um, sharing around diversity inclusion, or you may have sent a couple of emails and sent some of your emails through MailChimp or whatever, right? Um, but through your candidate network, you're able to get one of the hiring manager's contact details at this company. So you call that person, they pick up, they say, hello, who is this? And I want to hear how you would approach that or sort of what you'd sort of attempt to say and trying to get across in that first interaction. Mm, okay. So um, this is something I haven't done in a while. Um, so yeah. uh, very lucky, I suppose, just with uh, having worked in the same industry for such a long time. Uh, people stay in the legal industry as well. So the sort of network is there. Um, but I would say it's adding value and don't I think they don't really care about you and who you are it's what can you add value to them mm. um or there is another route which is people like to help people so if you've got this line manager who um well maybe I'll give you an example of something we're about to do starting a role remotely so it could be more along the lines of oh, great. Um, could, have you got some tips? I've seen you had two team members start. We're doing this series to help candidates because obviously really tough at the moment. And we'd really love your expertise to help put this together for them. Nice. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah. And then it just, the conversation just goes from there. They see you as you want to be seen, which is uh, knowledgeable market leader and actually helpful. And then that will really yeah. help strengthen the relationship. Yeah, I really like that as well, bringing into sort of some sort of context or to showcase that you actually looked before you called and things like that, right? So that's um, okay. really good. And that's been a really common theme, which I think is just fascinating, is this whole idea of giving more than you take, which mm -hmm. is just super counterintuitive of what you used to get sort of told at the beginning of your career, right? You cat comes off a business development call and the first question you get asked is, what did you get out of that call? <laughs> right and I think this sort of thing that we're learning here is what would happen or what would happen to people's careers or how would they approach recruitment differently if that question instead was what value did you offer on that call right mm -hmm. um yes. so I love that so final question yes. I want you to sort of imagine I'm a, I'm a recruiter I've set my goals for 2021 I am mm -hmm. motivated to have a better year than 2020 and I want sort of your advice to me on how can I give myself and, and the people listening to this have the best possible chance of achieving the goals that we've set this year? What would you say to those people and, and me? 
Okay. So I think the most important thing to start with is think of why. What's your mm. why? Why have you set this goal? Um, and make sure there's value in it for you to achieving it. So if you've got little interest in the outcome or they're irrelevant, then the chances of you putting the work in to make it happen are pretty slim. <laughs> um, and that can be something sort of outside of work. It doesn't have to be kind of work-related just to have that reason why you've got that as your goal. Yeah. Um, second tip would be to break the main goal down into smaller goals so they're more manageable mm. um, and set those time frames. So whether it's kind of weekly or monthly, whatever works for you. Um, my third would be to start either the day or the week with the quickest or easiest win. Um, then I would say hold yourself accountable. Um, and although some life coaches and things like that will say uh, put your money behind it, um, of which story with my PT was told to buy an Audi R8, which he could not afford because that would make him work harder. <laughs> I definitely do not recommend that. Um, what I think does work well is creating social pressure. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I mean, nobody likes to look, you know, stupid in front of other people. Um, <laughs> so sometimes just by, like, telling people that's what your goal is or, um, you know, posting it on social media or something, that actually holds you accountable so that you can achieve yeah. that. Yeah, no, that's a great um, tip. I've uh, Yeah, I've... I do that with one of my friends. We sort of catch up every two weeks and sort of share what you want to achieve. And yeah, you're going to, if I said, yeah, I'm, this is sort of what I want to do. And then you go to that call and that you get asked, did you do it? And you say, no, then you feel yeah. like I said, you feel silly, <laughs> you feel awkward. It's like, oh shit, why didn't I do that? Yes. And maybe that hour just before the phone call, you're like, oh my God, what can I do to get this <laughs> to that goal? Exactly. No, so I love that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And then final tip is reward yourself. Um, mm. And I think for me, I've got a goal this week. And if I do it, I get a Nando's on Friday night. So, you know, nice. I'm going to make sure I do it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Kat, that was 15 minutes of a mentor. Thank you.